This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if y'all want to party like we do, CBS Sports Radio. Live from CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara, featuring Pat Boyle and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. And a happy Friday to you, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Good day to be alive. Every day is a good day to be alive. Thanks so much for dropping on by. Today is the final DA show in CBS Sports Radio history. On Monday, I start the show over at Sirius XM's Mad Dog Sports Radio. And so I thank very much that the suits here at CBS Sports Radio, the executives, Spike Eskin, who's the program director, Chris Olivero, Jeff Sadalano, who are all part of the decision-making here at Odyssey, allowed me to have this day because I can tell you I actually had an experience like this once upon a time. I was hosting in Kansas City at 610 Sports in 2003. That was my first kind of big-time job. I was doing nights in Kansas City, and after a year, they promoted me to the morning show, and I was pretty raw. I was pretty green, but they trusted me with that, and, and that meant a lot, and so I did the morning show in KC for about three or four years, and that's really where I first built the show, the show that I really wanted, the show that I really believed in, my vision, and it was extraordinary as an experience, and Kansas City will always be very close to my heart. The people around there, the Midwest in general, I just have such a fondness for, and I I consider them family in KC, some of my best friends in the world. I got a goddaughter out of it, my relationships in Kansas City, which is just amazing. You might have heard the name B-Dub here on the show. Brian Williams, one of my close friends. He still works in KC. He's there. He's a legend in radio. You know, He named me, asked me if I'd be the godfather to his, his only daughter. I mean, imagine that type of bond. 
So Kansas City meant a lot, and I was there for four, almost five years. And at the end of a contract, the decision makers decided they wanted to move on. I think they felt like maybe the show had run its course. I think maybe they thought that they needed something a little bit more sports-centric. I think maybe they thought I would eventually leave, and so they were getting ahead of me leaving anyway. And so they just didn't renew my contract. And it was hard because I had an incredible bond with the listeners, specifically my staff. It was really hard to leave. These are my best friends. But I understood it. It's business. So it was hard, but it was their decision, and they had every right to make that decision. At the end, though, of that contract, I was led to believe I had a final two weeks on the air, and instead they pulled the cord on me. And a Friday I was driving home, and I got the phone call that was, hey, DA, today was your last show. They said, what do you mean? I got two more weeks. They said, no, you can't go on again. And I thought, what do you mean I can't go on again? I can't say goodbye? I can't have a farewell? And they were really scared that I would be upset, I would rip the station and all that. And I was like, but i that's not how I would approach this. And they said, well, they don't trust you. And that really hurt. Out of everything that I've done in my career, that hurt. Because I wouldn't have done it that way. And I just wanted to say goodbye. I mean, everybody just wants a goodbye. That one hurt. And I never quite forgot that. And year year and a half later, they circled back to me and said, hey, DA, would you think about coming back? They said, no. That's not going to happen because that what that represented was you didn't trust me, and I can't come back to that. And I love you guys. I love the show, and I love the people, and I love the town, but that's not going to happen. And these decision makers here trusted me, and that means a hell of a lot. So this show itself Today's show, to me, is just a wonderful way to say thank you to everybody that trusts me to do this the right way, and we're going to do this the right way. And it's why it's not sad. It's why it's an uplifting, wonderful memory of a show, because we had all these great times together. And I can promise you, if you have sent me an email to either my personal account or my Odyssey account, I've seen them all. I haven't been able to respond, but I have seen them all. I've tried to read as many, many as possible. And don't worry, they're not shutting off my email tonight at midnight. I still have access to, to be able to go through Tomorrow messages. Morning. So fear not. If you sent me something I haven't responded, I've either seen it or I will see it. They are not going to pull the plug on me You know, as of 10.01 this morning Eastern time. So that much... That much is really cool. I have had the ride of my life here. I mean, it's just telling you. I don't know how many people could ever wake up and say, I don't really feel like I go to a job. I get to go do what I absolutely love. So that's why all of the comments you guys have made that you love this show equally means the world because it meant what I loved, you also shared in. And... I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I won't be physically in this studio, but I'll be physically in another studio doing another radio show, which is very similar to this radio show. And I'll be accessible on all my same social media channels and all of the same ways, email addresses that you can get a hold of me or call the show. And, you know, I'll always be around. 
Can't get rid of me that easily. I'll always be around. This is just a chance for me to take what I've already built and give it to a place that says we want to put rocket boosters on it. We want it to connect with more people. We want to give you the resources that you want and desire, and we want to to help you be great. And that meant the world to me, and they didn't want me to, to do anything different. They just wanted to give me help. And that, you know, again, how lucky do I get to have that type of message? And I hope that I can pay it back, that it, it comes through with what we do for the show, what we do for the listeners that I take that energy and that promise and I go, well, now we, we feed it here. We do this event. We do this for the listeners. We do this for, for prizes. We do this for giveaways. We do this for events. We do this for access. And I hope to, to do that. And you know, that's, that's really my goal in all of this. Because as I said, when I, when we, we went to Boise the first time, you have no idea the fulfillment me and Mraz got. It's like we walked into Boise and we knew that we were popular in Boise. We knew that people listened to the show, but we didn't know it was that fanatical. Wines down the street waiting for our autographs. Autographs. You think I ever signed an autograph? Ever? Nobody stops me in shop right for an autograph. Nobody taps on my shoulder at Toyota when I'm getting my car serviced and say, hey, can I get an autograph? But here was a line of people in Boise for this? Are you kidding me? This is unbelievable. When we had Bob's Barn, people have driven from South Carolina. People have flown in from Vancouver, the Bay Area. People have driven from Alabama. It's like, you did all this for us? That's unbelievably fulfilling. So this all is just such a reward for me to be able to, to feel this type of gratitude for what we do just as a passion. And all these guys here have the same passion for this job. That's what makes this thing work. It's what made it so great over the last 11 years. And if you think this is the last time I'm working with Cap, Bilotti, Bogus, and Boyle, you're crazy. <laughs> I can tell you this. There is a point in time in all of our careers where we will all be together. I promise you that. That, that much I know. Madison's in Illinois this morning here on the program. Madison, good morning. Morning, DA. Hey, I love your guys' show. I'm set. I woke up this morning, went up to turn it on on the YouTube channel, and saw that that's all, folks. And I was like, Nah, nah. That's a first Mraz, now DA. But you know, I appreciate you guys doing things different. There was always, you know, unlike a lot of sports talk shows where when you talk pop culture and things that are different, you guys made it fun. We had Sun doing news. You had Canadian Bacon, the mothership of the movies. So I, I appreciate you guys doing things differently. I love the momentous Monday. Um, and, I mean, how can you not have such fun with a person like Sean making a fool of himself every single day? So, <laughs> I mean, the, the oopsies heard around the world and just all the different mistakes that he's done. Uh, is, is that a bit, though, DA, or is that just pure Sean? Like, that's I, I've got to know that. And, you know, I've and before you give an answer, like, I just want to do, I know it's a Friday, but I want to do a trash for people like Sean who think that the sports world revolves around New York and they deserve to have a championship team every year. <laughs> yeah. Just trash him. Right. We're eroding. I get that question quite a bit. Is Moraz for real? And at his core, what you see is true about Moraz. He's 
a fanatical, crazy Giants fan and Yankees fan and Rangers fan and Nets fan. He is emotional. He's delusional. He is reactionary. He's all of those things as a fan. In terms of his knowledge, there's significant holes in his general knowledge. Significant. And his brain's way of getting to an answer is so peculiar. And like how that works in there, I have no idea. And it's like, how could you be a functioning adult and not know X, Y, and Z? That's all real. He, he's not putting on a shtick. But when he does it in the air, he understands that all of those foibles, all of those flaws are funny. And so he's willing to go there because at the end of the day, Mraz loves to get a laugh. He's a showman. He loves to get a laugh. And sometimes like you're just around him and he makes a big deal out of bumping into a chair or tripping into a doorway. And you're like, what are you, Jack Tripper? I mean, it's a, you don't, not everything has to be a bit. He loves getting a laugh. But all of those things that he does is real. He just leans into him on the air because he knows it's it's good entertainment and, and we want to go there. And I appreciate that from him very much that early on he realized, I was like, this is funny. We need to keep doing this. That's good. Let's go there. What about this? What about that? And he was like, oh, DA likes this? Okay, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> you know, And he, he was also incredibly self-deprecating. Self so by virtue of that, he doesn't care if he looks like an idiot time after time after. I've said this many times. We would all be so embarrassed if we made in our pants at work. Not only did he do it, but he admitted it and then like leaned into it. But I would just, I would lie about it. I would, I would hide it. I would never do it in the first place, but he just... It's like, yeah, I just, I think I just made it in my pants. It's like, oh, what did you, uh, what did you just say? How could that happen? Ostrich is in Arkansas this morning. Ostrich Eyes, good morning. Good morning, DA. What's up, man? What's up? Can you hear me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay, good. Um, man, I just wanted to call and talk to you personally because I haven't yet uh, done that. Um, this year has been like the hardest year of my life. And this show uh, literally helped me get out of bed every morning. And I cannot thank you enough for what you guys have built. Um, it's amazing. Uh, uh, the, la the laughs help uh, keep the, the grief at bay, you know. Um, and you guys do a lot for a lot of people, man. This show matters. Um, I also, I'm a movie guy. I want to know what your favorite movie is so I can watch it and think of you, DA. Ooh. Huh. Well, I got two answers. Okay, probably three answers. And they all have to do with different things. The greatest movie of my childhood is Empire Strikes Back. I was a Star Wars fan growing up. But Empire Strikes Back was the unique one because it ended in a way nobody could have predicted. That the bad guys, the Empire, have the upper hand. I also love the visuals, the creativity, the things that you hear on this show is all theater of the mind. I mean, the Hoth planet and the Cloud City, these are all concepts that to me were so fantastical when I was young, you know, that that it had everything in it. And then at the end, when the bad guys are actually on top, who could have seen that? I love that it wasn't cliche. That was when I was a kid. 
my favorite, one of my favorite genres is gangster movies. You know, having grown up in New York and a, a family that's from New York City and, you know, a family that's from Brooklyn, I, I, I do admittedly love gangster movies. And to me, the filmmaking and the storytelling of Goodfellas makes that one of my favorite movies of all time. Scorsese's ability to match music with scene, with action, with acting, with close-ups, with pans, everything meticulously detailed from the era. Goodfellas, to me, is just one of those perfect movies. And the cast is just incredible. And in terms of a message, I love Do the Right Thing by Spike Lee. I love it. Because the message is that division is going to tear us apart. And at the end of Do the Right Thing, when everybody retreats to their corners and lashes out at one another based on race in this instance, it shows that it just destroys everybody. There is no win there when you divide. Everybody's destroyed. And I thought it, it's such a powerful message. And also the filmmaking is beautiful because Spike's ability to to use the camera to 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 pan to swath the the brownstones of Brooklyn the the pizza place the characters Samuel L. Jackson is the music DJ the local radio DJ watching it unfold in his neighborhood the message there is so powerful and it goes back to what I really believe in that you bring people together that's the job you bring people together because if you keep dividing it leaves us all lacking we we have nothing then. And it's something that annoys me to no end in, in media in general, not just sports. Political media specifically does this on a daily, nightly basis, tries to divide because there's a tension there, there's eyeballs there. And um, I resent that because it doesn't have to be that way. It's not how we're naturally built. It doesn't have to be how we're naturally built. So those are the movies that really resonate. I'm sure that there are others that, that I could come up with that I really, truly love. But those all mean something different to me for different reasons. And that's a good question. I guess I hadn't thought of that in a long time. Foxy's next up in Babylon, New York this morning. Foxy, good morning. DA, permission to come aboard. Permission, ready. <laughs> DA, as your official bagpiper, great to be on your last show. <laughs> yeah, good uh, to have you here. You know, sorry I couldn't make it in the in the sideways rain this morning. Uh, you know, truly a missed opportunity. But uh, you know, I do have to say thanks to uh, you know Bob and Nancy for uh, you know having us uh, you know at their house all, all these years. For sure. The first time I met you was at the first Bob's Bar Show. Believe it or not. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? And it feels like we've known each other forever. Uh, you know, we've we've really come a long way from I think it was you know me, uh, you, Sean, the Bayou Baron, upside down Mike drinking White Claws. You mean, were drinking White Claws. I can't stand the taste of a White Claw. I, I, I mean, the sugar water really worked out well. Poured <laughs> down on Miraz's neck. <laughs> Let me tell oh, you. that's right. That's right. Uh, you know, before we uh, reveal how uh, you know how dumb he really is on his SAT, uh, thanks for uh, putting a roof over Peyton and Taylor's uh, you know, heads <laughs> all these years. Uh, Lord knows he can't do anything else. He is great at radio, but can't do anything else. That's funny. Yeah, we, we gave him DA money around here. Thank you, Foxy. Always been awesome to have you part of the show and um, just a good, good dude. Good to have him around. Whenever I saw Foxy in, in uh, at Bob's Marshall, I'm like, 
that's great. And he's come into the studio as well. He's just always a smile, always a good guy, and, and I appreciate his friendship. And the bagpipes were purely DA show. There, what else could you associate with this show besides bagpipes from an amateur bagpiper like Foxy? <laughs> when you hear that screeching, squealing sound, you know it's the DA show. When we come back here on the show, sounds like we got a mystery guest lined up. I don't know who this is, but this is exciting. Plus, more of your calls. DA, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Radio. It's our Gidget of Gadgets, Katie Lenendahl, for the latest in sports technology and ox roast recipes. Wow! Look at this! <laughs> Mystery guest Katie Linnell on this final show. I did not know you were booked. Katie, good morning. Yeah, and I didn't ruin it this time. This it's time. DA, I'm freaking out over this news. I'm freaking out. Don't freak but out. All, all good things, too, because I'm so incredibly, incredibly happy for you. When I heard about this, I, can I just say, you know, you know I've been working in sports for... So long. I started my career at ESPN. You are untouchable in the sports world. And one in a million. Unparalleled sports knowledge and just obviously such an incredibly entertaining way of delivering it and captivating people with how you communicate. And I know no matter where you are, I was telling somebody the other day, they were like, DA's bleeding, what's going on? I go, DA's a guarantee. DA is the in all of sports that you are the most untouchable and the, the, the in, in all of my sports career 
no one can beat you are pole position and no one will touch you and, and no matter what you do and where you go you're just always going to succeed but also to just the way some of my best moments in my media career have been on your show and that is all thanks to you like you have a way of making every single guest feel so incredibly good and special every time somebody leaves your show you, you were on such a high you give people ample time to talk you let them have their moment and you, you know this way to make it, it's your show, but you make it feel like it's all about them. And it's just this, you're such an incredible, amazing person. And I don't know how I got a spot on your, on your last day, but I am, I am blessed to have that. Oh, man. <laughs> that, means, that means a whole hell of a lot coming from Katie, who you're one of the most talented, hardworking people that I know. And I've loved every moment that we've been able to share here Aww. on the show together. It's been amazing, and hopefully you'll... Help me share those new moments on the new show. And uh, I got to tell you, Katie, if you ever want to feel good, leave wherever you work. This is the first time in like forever. I'm like, wow, people really like the show. I'm that important. This feel it's like having your own funeral and being able to go to it. It's great. That's what I was thinking. I feel like I was doing a Yugoogly, you know, Zoolander. It's like I, I feel like I was delivering a, 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 a eulogy for you today. And I was like, maybe we need to do this for everybody in their career at some point before they leave and I'm let them know you. how much everybody loves them. Ser- before you get fired, leave. Just leave because <laughs> it feels so good. It really is amazing. I'm going to do that today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to quit everything. Resign, retire, quit, do something before you get fired. It's awesome. Yeah. And then like a few <laughs> hours later, be like, JK, you know, like, uh, yeah. come back. Yeah. yeah, I'm back on Monday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming back on Monday. <laughs> send cards, send letters, and send food, and then I'll be back. <laughs> Did you know that those brownies that you that you gave me from, was it, what's the name of the company that's? Oh, Brownie Points. Yes. Oh, Brownie Points. I have savored those for weeks now they're individually wrapped so i've been able to keep them and it's like i only treat myself like once every couple of days because they're so freaking good oh dude i'll send another pack of those brownies like you deserve it you got a new chapter starting this is this is a time to celebrate i need that sugar rush i need that fuel (laughs) i need that chocolate fuel for every morning at 6 (laughs) a.m Well, how is this starting so quickly? I feel like there was like news, and then it's like so fast. And and I have to hand it to you, and I can be the one that like that calls in and says the quiet part out loud. Like you're, every one of the people in your comments is like following you. Like that is the ultimate. Like no one was like trashing. Everyone was like following DA. So I mean, again, the ultimate testament to who you are as a person. Everyone wants to be around you. Everyone wants to be part of your of whatever you're doing, wherever you go. And you just got a heck of a lot of new subscribers. Well, <laughs> nuts. That's that's amazing. And and I love you very much because you feel the same exact way I do about the platforms we were given. We are so freaking lucky. I know you yes. feel like this every single day that you want to scratch off lottery ticket and you got to maximize it. And every single mm-hmm. day you take as a blessing and you go, "A, how do I maximize my talent and my time?" And B, how do I pay help people. That is your whole thing. Every project you do is about helping people. And I feel the same exact way. And so when I first met you and started to learn about you, I'm like, oh man, like Katie, I resonate with on a totally deep, deep level because we view this opportunity the same exact way. And, um, you know, when you have that, it's just like every day is a freaking gift. It's a joy. Every day is a joy. So how can you stop laughing? 
completely agree. And of course, look at this is a, a, my point coming full circle is you, you make everything not about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I got four God. hours of people telling me how great I am. So you can at least get two or three minutes. Well, look, of it. You know what I'm talking about, too? This is why when like I'm doing a hosting job and I have I have guests. I always think of you because do you ever watch a show and they cut off the guests in like two seconds? They ask them like a 14-minute long question yeah. and then they like bulldoze them like as soon as they start to answer. I'm like, dude, you have a freaking five-hour show. Why can you not let your guests that just spent two hours in hair and makeup and 40 hours preparing say three sentences Yeah, for the love of everything? <laughs> and so like, I'm constantly in that position. So when I get to come on, I'm like, oh, I get to breathe. I get to say more than five sentences. You let people have the room. It's like the best thing ever. Well, thanks, Katie. It means a lot. And um, You're the best. Yeah, it's just been so awesome to have you as part of the show. And and you've do been. Do we still get the oil boil? I mean, like, what? How does, does that still oh, happen? Oh yeah, yeah. We had a good idea. Mariz brought this up yesterday on the show. Every summer, we're going to just do a massive reunion show at Bob's yes. Bar, and we're just going to do all the ridiculousness. We'll have all the crazy weird stuff, and we'll just put it on YouTube so that no radio affiliate has to own it. And we're just going to, like, blow it up. We'll get live music. We'll have the bar going. And the people that can't come will watch on YouTube. And the people that come can come and join the ridiculousness. I'll bring um, I'll bring the food spread and also anticipatory ambulances. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a potential disaster. <laughs> yeah. We have no waivers on anything that we do. So we have to be prepared for the absolute worst. Dude, we'll play at that. I'll bring a couple bands. That'll be okay. sick. Yeah, yeah. Bring your band. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. Well, thanks for calling in. This means a lot. Heart you. Heart you lot. So excited for you. And I will be following every step of the way. Appreciate that. Katie Linadal joining us this morning here on the show. It, it's, again, you know, you just, life is funny how it works where you have no idea that there's people out there in your universe that would so closely connect with you until you meet them and go, oh my God, where have you been? You know, and at Katie, I just felt that way immediately. Like, wow, Katie and I have such a deep resonance. And I had no idea that she even existed before she was on Taz the Moose show before we took over the slot. And I was like, hey, your guest Katie is really funny. She's really cool. And then they left. And I was like, can we have Katie on the show? Yeah, sure. Katie was able to come on. And I was like, oh, she's awesome. Smart, funny, high energy, cool, got the show, got the bit. And then since, I mean, a couple of years later, it's like she she feels like she's my family. She feels like she's my sister. Standing by with headlines, Peter Schwartz. The A will get started at Lambeau Field. NFL Week 4 getting underway last night. Goff up under center. Montgomery the lone back behind him. Second and goal from the Packer 2. Montgomery again. Cuts it left to the house. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! David Montgomery, second touchdown of the night, and the Lions extend their lead. What a first half by this football team. Sure was. Dan Miller, Lions Radio. Lions led 27-3 at halftime. They go on to beat the Packers 34-20 at Lambeau Field. Head coach Dan Campbell called it a big win. We have our own standards, our own goals of what we wanted to do, and certainly one of those is a win division. you got to win... You know, you got to win your division games, and uh, and man, if you can get them on the road, uh, that goes a long way. So, we knew that, and uh, this is important. You know, it's not the end all, be all, but it is important. David Montgomery, 33 carries, 121 yards, 
and three touchdowns. See, the Lions and Packers last night, everybody was excited to see that yeah. game last night. You know what next week's Thursday night game on Amazon No, is? I didn't see. It's the Bears and the Commanders. Oh, that's and exciting. Al Michaels can't wait. Off to uh, the nation's capital next week. Bears, Commanders on Thursday night football. And that about says it all. <laughs> God bless the enthusiasm of 80-year-old Al Michaels these days. Laying it out after he read over the graphic <laughs> yeah, right. there last night. <laughs> oh, poor Al. Yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, now to baseball, the Orioles win their first AL East title since 2014. They beat the Red Sox 2-0. Manager Brandon Hyde's team winning their 100th game of the season. I wouldn't have thought maybe we were going to win 100 before the year, but I knew we were a good club, and I knew we had to stay healthy, and there's a lot of things. But as the year goes along and we're piling up wins and winning a ton of series, uh, I didn't think that uh, you know it, it wasn't impossible for us to do that. And the Orioles will be the number one seed in the American League playoffs. Golf Europe leads the USA 4-0 after the first day of the Ryder Cup. Awesome. Thank you, Schwartz. Excellent stuff. Stephen Murray joins us from Albany, New York, and Stephen has been the voice of so many fun bits on the show. This is how we got Mraz to believe that Morgan Freeman actually was narrating his life, and Mraz believed that because maybe my agent knew his agent, that we were able to book Morgan Freeman to narrate Mraz's <laughs> inner thoughts and... Yeah, that was that was just Stephen Murray doing an impersonation. But Stephen joins us here on the show. Stephen, good morning. Good morning. This is Morgan Freeman, the voice of God. Yet I am not Torg Bellinger. I am not. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, brother. It was great to see you at Bob's Bar a couple months ago. Oh, it was such a pleasure. I'm glad I could make the trek and meet everybody. You know, it was uh, from the entire cast. It was uh, from the behind-the-scenes folks and, and the, the aliens. It was it was it was really truly a moment that I I look back on. I was like, I'm so glad that I made the uh, the trip, and uh, thank you so much for even having it, and uh, thank you for allowing me to be a small part of this family, you know, through some voiceover work. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, my pleasure. You're a super talented guy, and uh, God, your impersonations are are freaking awesome. And now, if we have this reunion show, which I think we're going to do every single summer now, and uh, you got to come down for it. I would love to do that. I would love to to be you know just. Uh, just rub elbows with everybody and see the new the new fans, like you know, for uh, your show on Sirius, and uh, obviously everyone's in Mraz's fans. If they don't, you know, come with hatchets, uh, then you know, <laughs> be, it'd be great to see them as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> no doubt, man. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Thanks. You can take care, guys. God bless. All right, and, buddy. Uh, and, and good luck. Bye hey, hey, before you go, before you go, you still there? What's up? I'm sorry. Before you go, can you give us a big baby in the landfill? Of course, I can. Big baby. Yeah, well done. The number one sports talk in Tucson, Arizona. Chewing the fat and giving hot takes over hotcakes. Jacksonville. Was that named after Michael Jackson? From their first breakfast to their second breakfast. Weekday mornings. Big baby. And the landfill. Four hours of mega sports poundage. I just wet my pants. Guess who's wearing the adult diaper? Guess who should be? My laugh too hard up and friction down, and luckily it wasn't, you know, mega poundage. Have fun with your morning show. Broadcasting live in the metropolis of Tucson, Arizona. Big Baby and the Landfair. This is my life. This is my sad, sad life. Oh, God, Bogues. How good is Big Baby and the Landfill? 
Uh, I mean, it got me for a second because you didn't tell me about it. <laughs> so when it started, I'm like, is there a cactus radio in Tucson? What's happening? The cactus, was, but, 107, the, ta- the uh, 108, the cactus. I was a thousand percent certain that it was real. Because I think I had filled in the week before. And I think, you know, Sean or you guys went vile for something. And then I heard that and I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Pat was putting together a resume. <laughs> he was getting ready. I was getting ready oh, to be the uh, the morning producer for 108 to 7, the cactus. <laughs> There's been a few times where Boyle was ready to become the executive producer, and then the rug was pulled out from under oh. him. <laughs> oh, that timing would have been better. That Had he gone to Tucson then, you would have at least had this job for a little bit, probably. Yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah. Stephen Murray is such a, such a talented dude. He's just... That's a good guy, too. He's a good guy. It was great to meet him at Bosball. Yeah, which is why we got to do this reunion show, Bogues, is because we can't stop hanging out with all these people because they're too much fun. Oh, and I like the added danger of the anti-Miraz fan showing up. <laughs> <laughs> well. We might get into a, a West Side Story fight in the middle of Bob's Bar. It is. This is such an amazing thing where we have these two days of all these wonderful people saying all these beautiful, loving things over here. It's like such a, a wonderfully warm family. We all get together. We have a few drinks. We have a good time. And then Mraz's new fans that will come are like vicious. They're wielding pickaxes and like switchblades. Blow torches. (laughs) Blow torches. It's like, what happened? What are these mutants that are following you right now, Mraz? We're going to have to create a second show, like at a fake address. To <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Push them off the scent. Like, tell them that this, that show is over here on yeah. that day, but the real one is at the actual Bob's Bar. Yeah, we tell his new fans or listeners on WFAN, it's at Bob's by the Bay, but we all party at Bob's no, Bar. No, send them to actual Sean's house. <laughs> Although they already apparently do know his address. Blobs by the bay. <laughs> we we can send him to a Miller's Ale House under Schwartz's name. We're all, we're all partying at Bob's Bar, and the other guys are trashing the bar. <laughs> Here we are enjoying some orange crushes in the morning, maybe a few beers, and then the camera quickly cuts to... Bob's by the Bay, which is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Sean walks. People are throwing bowling balls through the windows. Sean comes home to just an empty pit. <laughs> yeah. He almost did that once, too. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that, the that's, sinkhole. The sinkhole actually has opened up behind his house before. <laughs> so. Folks, I'd also just like to add, since you've been calling me a beta all week and since you're not here, <laughs> yeah. for DA's last show, we have got the body of Christ. Taco Bell breakfast. Oh, amen. Amen to that. Let's say a few Hail Marys and enjoy that. When we come back here on the show, we continue with your phone calls on this final episode of the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Of what we're doing. In that moment. Sorry about that. Excuse me. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, I'm here to finally put to bed the official score of Mraz and the SAT. We were dumbfounded throughout the years at his lack of general knowledge. But he insisted. He was actually smart, and there was no way to prove he was stupid because he was once an honor roll student back in middle school. 
We said, well, then take the SAT. He said, I never took it. I'm never going to take it. Apparently, he never took the SAT and was able to still get into his colleges, multiple, and graduate. We said, take it on the air. So we did a mini version of the SAT because he was doing it like within the time frame of the show. And I graded it. And his score came out to 1120, which is a pretty good score for the SATs. And we all were like, wow, maybe Mraz isn't as stupid as we thought. And maybe Chicken Pesto Lady really helped him out there. And maybe the SAT is is not the indicator of his idiocy that we thought it was going to be. But I, upon further review, had mistakenly graded it out of the wrong total points. And now they have adjusted the score. And when we adjusted for the actual out of 1,600, which is traditionally what most people have taken the SAT out of, out of 1,600, we found out that upon the rescore, Mraz achieved a 760. That's really not that good. That's quite poor. So I am here to finally establish the official score on record of Mraz. A 760 was what he achieved out of 1,600. And that score lives forever. It is final. And I believe it properly reflects Bogues, his lack of general knowledge. It wasn't a 7-whatever out of 2,400? Well, no, it's a 760 out of 1,600. It was the other score <clears throat> that was out of 2,400. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I will. I accept that number, and I do think it is in a, a fair representation of our sweet Sean's mental capacity. He got a 760. Now, granted, years after school, so maybe you forget some stuff, but also being coached in the moment, basically also being given answers. So he, right. he, he got a inflated 760. <laughs> yeah, it was an aided 760. Yes, it's an aided. And it was not the full test, the full length of the test. So maybe that number, there's a formula to even bring that number down or push it up a little bit. But either way, uh, we're even. Case closed. Okay. You can leave without any liens on our relationship. <laughs> okay, very good. Denise is in Harrisburg this morning here on the show, and I believe Denise has a poem. Denise, good morning. Good morning, DA, and congratulations. Thank you. I did write a little ditty, and with your permission, I'd like to share it with you of and the course. boys. Yeah, of course. Okay. One morning, I turned on my radio. What was this delightful madness called the DA show? With DA and the guys, I felt an instant connection, and over the years, it became warm affection. The sports talk, food challenges, and stun to a news. Don't forget Thirsty Thursday, where we're hoisting some brews. From the 12 DAs of Christmas to Target Demo Friday, this beloved band of brothers always brightened my day. To DA, Mraz, Bogish, Pete the Body, and Cap, this is so hard to say, but I guess it's a wrap. I wish you all well in what you do next. Thank you for everything. The Mothership Disconnects. Oh, that's excellent. Wow, that was excellent, that was beautiful. That was really, really great. Thank you. That was awesome. Beautiful work. That was awesome. For what it is worth, this might feel like we're all going our separate ways, but the crew here is 
is going to be quite tight for a long time. I, I don't imagine our texts, our nightly texts, our daily texts about the ridiculousness that we encounter every single day will will subside. And all of us are going to continue doing great things on the radio for you to share in. So whether it's here at CBS Sports Radio, if you want to share your mornings with Bogish and Bilotti and Pat, this is the place to do it. If you want to share your mornings with me, I'll be on SiriusXM's Mad Dog channel in the mornings. Either way, you will always have us as, you know, a place to go in the mornings. So that's a that's a pretty cool thing, too. Thankfully, they're not firing us because that definitely we probably were close a couple of times over these last 11 years. It's probably touch and go a few times. Is that Alan Legal on the phone? Sean is in South Carolina this morning. Sean, good morning. Well, good morning, Diaz. Can you beat me up? Yes, sir. I uh, just wanted to say thank you. I've been listening since 2014. Wow. Uh, you got me through the two shoulder surgeries I had when I was in the Marine Corps and I had to get medically retired. But now I still listen to you until I have my back surgery this year. And uh, I just want to give a shout-out to you, Pete Bogus, even Boyle, even though he's a Notre Dame fan. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. We all appreciate you, Sean. And that's nice of you to say. Glad that uh, we can maybe give you a little bit of light during some tough rehabs and surgeries, man. That's that's very cool of you to say. Kevin's in Ponchatoula, Louisiana. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Mraz totally butcher this one summer Friday when I was off? Kevin, good morning. Morning, DA. How you doing? I'm good. What did Moraz pronounce Ponchatoula as? Did he get this one right or wrong? No, he butchered it. Yeah, Ponchatoula so. or something. <laughs> he added a, he added two syllables. I just wanted to call and thank you for the last ten and a half years. I remember the first time hearing you. So Wednesday in April of 2013, I was working overnight. I know it was a Wednesday because flipping through the channels, I heard the opening to Champ and Chump. And I've been hooked ever since. Show's always entertaining and never fails to bring a smile to my face. Been listening ever since. And I look forward to what you're gonna do going forward. Thank you, brother. That means a lot, man. That is awesome. What a what a great specific memory that you could have the date that you started listening ten years ago. Wow, April twenty thirteen. Yeah, those overnight days, I was just talking to Billy Jock alone in the newsroom because Billy's been a day one guy around here on CBS Sports Radio. And he's like, yeah, those overnight days were wild. And I was like, yeah, we didn't know who was listening. We knew the bosses weren't listening. And I kind of was just like, wow, kid in a candy store, I can do anything I want? Let's see. And so it combined my imagination along with a platform where we were we were connecting to people in so many huge markets and huge cities across America because nobody carries a local overnight show. So we're on in Atlanta, D.C., Boston, San Francisco, Dallas, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. It was like we had tons of people that were working overnight shifts and then crazy people that were just up all night and the characters were outrageous. And honestly, we could do whatever we wanted because they... Nobody was ever listening from from the offices. No boss would ever listen between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. each morning. So it was delirious. Delirious. I, I love the way that 
that Denise and Harrisburg called it delightful madness. That's the perfect way to encapsulate the DA show. I am very proud of that label, delightful madness. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.